Life was bitter to the core There was nothing to live for Until love came My name is Harold J. Perkins And at the age of 17 I was selling drugs And on my way to an early grave While sitting in my house with about 10 guys God gave me an out-of-body experience And I was lifted above the room I could see everything moving in slow motion After that I got up and put those guys out And I cried out to Jesus Christ He came into my life with liberty and purpose. Then I ran into religion. And it has taken me over 40 years to navigate through religion to fully understand what came into me that day. This podcast is to help put you on a faster track than it took me to get through religion and experience life, liberty, and purpose on a higher level. So get ready. We're about to start a revolution. Again, welcome. I'm excited about getting into this. I'm going to continue on this episode talking about if you are in Christ, you cannot sin. This that I'm talking about is a key component to a people of God that are about to manifest on the earth. They will prosper financially in a supernatural way. They will walk in power in a supernatural way, and they will impact the world for good in just about every arena of life. And people will know that Jesus is the Lord of their lives and he is Lord of all. They will know their freedom and choose to be instruments of God, and they will lord over their flesh and make it submit to the will of God. Free, 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 but choosing to be living sacrifices. Vessels that God is flowing through like never before, and the biggest opposition to these mighty people coming forth will not be the devil, but religion and religious people who will try to discourage them and put them in bondage, the bondage of religion. Let me give you some examples. Jesus healed a man who had been dead for four days, and the people went back to tell the religious leaders, and they wanted to put Jesus to death. Religious leaders wanted to stop the good he was doing because he couldn't be from God. After all, they said, he eats and drinks with sinners, and they called him a wine-bibber. Sounds like Jesus was drinking wine, but this is too free. Can't be from God is what they said. When the word of God says in Colossians 2, 16, let no man judge you in meat or drink. Now, let me give you a modern day example of religion. I heard from a well-known minister that Magandhi, when he was exiled from India, he went to Africa. And there he read the Bible, the New Testament, and he was convinced that Jesus Christ was the son of God. He went to a Christian church in Africa to make Jesus the Lord of his life. And the white Christian missionaries would not let him in because he was black. He later said, I would have been a Christian if I had not met one. Wow, isn't that something? And this minister I'm talking about, he met Magandhi's son. And his son said it was all true. But the truth is, Magandhi met religion. He ran into religious people because the Bible that these missionaries were carrying said in Galatians chapter 3, verse 28, that there is neither Jew nor Greek, bond nor free, male nor female, for all are one in Christ. Now, taking that into context, we can add without taking away from the scripture that there is neither black nor white. All are one in Christ. Now, this man went back to India and led over 700 million people to independence. 
And that very well could have been him leading those people to Christ if he didn't run into religion. So the biggest thing standing between you and a life of liberty, joy, and peace is religion and religious people. This is why I'm giving you chapter and verse. Don't take my word for it. Check it out for yourself. There are principles in the Bible that religious people are ignoring. And the biggest one that they're ignoring is that a seed will always produce after its kind. And John chapter 1, verse 12, and 1 John chapter 3, verse 9, and 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 23, are all saying we have been given the power to become. And that power was given to us in seed form, which is the incorruptible seed of God. No sin is in the seed. And if we follow the principle of a seed always producing after its kind, if the seed of God has no sin in it, then it can't produce sin in us. Sin fruit cannot come from it. Listen to Galatians chapter 5, verse 22 and 23. But the fruit of the Spirit, and it's talking about the fruit of the Spirit of God. The fruit of the Spirit of God is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. This is what's on the inside of the seed that is on the inside of, a, of us. Whose spirit did we receive? God's, right? Well, this is the fruit of God that we should be producing if we give the seed water and sunshine. Now, let's look at the fruit of the flesh. I'm in Galatians chapter 5, verses 19 through 21. Here's what it says. Now, the works of the flesh are manifested, which are these. Adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variances, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies, envies, murder, drunkenness, and such the like, of which I told you before, as I have also told you in times past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. This is not saying that they're not going to heaven. It says they will not inherit what they're supposed to do on earth if they don't learn how to master their flesh. For example, let's say that somebody died in the middle of envying somebody else. Is God going to send that person to hell? Come on, think about it. Not so. That's not what this is saying right here. This is the fruit of our flesh. This is what our flesh wants to do. This is what our flesh will produce. And it will until we make it submit to the incorruptible seed of God in us. Through renewing our mind to the potential of God in us, we can dominate these desires of the flesh and put them to death. But if you think this is you, you don't want to kill you. But if you know the truth that this is your flesh, and it means you know good, you then can do the work to put it to death. But keep in mind, this is a process. If you fall down, get up and keep getting the water of God's word and the sunshine of his presence in prayer and worship, and you'll be amazed that one day to see that something that had you so bound has no more control over you. Let's go to Colossians chapter 2, verse 10 through 15. Mortify which means to put to death, mortify, put to death, therefore your members which are upon the earth, fornication, uncleanness, inordinate affection, evil concubency, and covetousness, which is idolatry. 
for which things sake the wrath of God comes on the children of disobedience, in the which you also walked sometimes when ye walked when ye lived in them. But now you also put off all these anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy communication out of your mouth. Lie not one to another, seeing that you have put off the old man with his deeds and have put on the new man. Listen to that. And have put on the new man. What new man? The man that's on the inside of you. Put it on your flesh and put on the new man, which is renewed in the knowledge after image of him that created him. Whether there be Greek or Jew, circumcision, uncircumcision, barbarian or Scythian, bond nor free, but Christ is all and in all. Put on, therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved bowels of He's telling you to put this on. Put on what's on the inside of you is what he's, t- what he's saying here. Verse 12 says, put on, therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved bowels of mercy, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, long-suffering, forbearing one another and forgiving one another. If any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also do you. And above all these things put on love, which is the bond of perfectness. And let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to the which also we are called in one body, and be you thankful. Now, you hear the he says, put on love. We just read that love was a fruit of the Spirit. So it's inside of us. So he's saying, put on. You know, fruit grows on branches, right? But the fruit that grows on the branches are a result of what's in the seed, what's in the branch, what's in the vine, right? Well, how could he tell you to put this on like fruit if it's not already on the inside of you? Come on, let's use some deductive reasoning here. Why is he telling us to put this on? Because this is what's in your spirit. You ought to put this on the deeds of your flesh by renewing your mind to who you really are. I'm telling you who you really are. You've been set free and God's nature is on the inside of you. Listen to Ephesians chapter two, verses one through seven. And you has he made alive who were dead in trespasses and sins, wherein in times past, you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the poverty air, the spirit that now works in the children of disobedience, among whom also we all had our conversation in times past in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of our flesh and of the mind, and were by nature, the children were by nature, the children of wrath, even as others. But God, who is rich in mercy, For his great love wherewith he has loved us, even when we were dead in our sins, has made us alive together with Christ. That's our spirit. By grace, you are saved and has raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ, that in the ages to come, he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness toward us through Christ Jesus. God wants to show his kindness through you. His nature is in you now, ready to explode in your life. He desires to bless you so much that others know that you have a God. How else will they answer what's happening to you and what's happening in you and what's happening for you? God loves you and he has an awesome plan for your life. You know, if you ever get to see God's true character, you will be seeking after him. 
He said in Matthew 6, 33, seek first the kingdom of heaven and its righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. All what things? Clothing, shelter, provision, and so forth. All you have need of, as well as the desires of your heart. Psalms 37 verse 4 says, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. The only reason you may not be delighting in the Lord is because you don't know his true character and heart. He wants the best for you, so much so that he has totally set you free with the confidence that when you really get to know him, you will choose to use your liberty to be a blessing for him. He wants to use you to bless people and be a true reflection of his character so others will want to know him. You know, I'm going to end with something that God gave me in my time with him, and I believe it was for this podcast. I'm going to read exactly what he gave me. Listen to this. In John chapter 1, verse 12, God gave us the power to become by a principle he said in the beginning, that a seed will always produce after its kind. So all he had to do was to put his seed in us. And when we understand this and do what we're supposed to do with a seed, which is given water and sunshine, we will become like him. However, the main thing standing in the way of this process is religion. Religion says, just come to church on Sunday. I'll give you all the water and sunshine you need on that day. Now try watering your plant only on Sunday and leaving it in the shade all week until Sunday and see what it becomes. This is what's happening to the seed of God in those who believe in Jesus Christ. They have everything that is in God, but they will not manifest him as they should by following this process. And it's all the devil's doing. A leader who is not encouraging you to have daily time with God does not understand this process. And what kind of leader is he really? This is one of the most basic principles that even the world follows. Farmers don't water their field just on Sunday. They know a harvest of what's in the seed will not come forth. What's happening now is in the process now. God, men and women in seed form are hearing the truth and taking time daily to feed on the truth of God's word and get the sunshine of God's presence in prayer and worship. And God, men and women will manifest all over the earth and walk like the God man, Jesus, when he walked the earth. And they will dominate in their area of gifting, whether it be sports or medicine or law or politics or music or business or whatever. And they will give God, their father, all the glory. God is even now preparing his people to manifest like this. You can be one. And it's a simple process. Take in the true water of the word daily with the sunshine of God's presence in prayer and worship and watch who you become. God will begin to lead you in ways that will prosper you because he's leading and he will bless the works of your hands. God has set you free to be who you were meant to be. You know, I'm not the only one teaching this liberty. I know of at least four worldwide ministers that are teaching this, and they were like me, and like I was at one time, I should say, around religion for a long time and did not see this until they went to another level with God. And they have many religious ministers coming against what they're teaching and preaching, just like the days of Jesus and his disciples. 
If you read the book of Galatians, this is what Paul was facing, and it was less than 50 years after Jesus died, and they were already getting away from the truth. Jesus said that the truth will set you free, and religion does not want you to be free. So check this out for yourself. I did the last four episodes on this, that if you are in Christ, you cannot sin. I gave chapter and verse for it all. I'll end by using something the Apostle Paul said for those who oppose what I'm saying. First Corinthians chapter two, verse five says that our faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the demonstration of the power of God. So those that may oppose this, look at their lives and see if the power of God is manifesting in their lives, because the truth will have the manifestation of God's power and goodness following it. Let me say right here, If you don't know our living Savior, Jesus Christ, you can get to know him now. Pray this prayer with me. Say, God, I believe that you sent your son, Jesus Christ, to die for my sins. Jesus, I accept you into my life as my Lord and my Savior. Help me to live this life. Thank you. That's it. It's that simple. If you believe what you just prayed, he has come in. Start reading the Bible for yourself. You can start in the book of St. John and in the book of Romans, and God will begin to show you his purpose for your life, and he'll begin to show himself unto you. Okay, we'll see you on the next episode.